Like yeah. the color of the blood of your enemies? Yeah. Okay. Well, no, all of my enemies are Vulcans. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dunstan Checksman, uh, the only podcast where we break down minute by minute the 1996 ape film Dunstan Checks In and pair each minute with another film. Uh, I'm your host, Lord Andrew Rutledge. Yep, and I'm your other host, Emily Monkeytown. Yeah, I'm going to... I know this came up on another episode. I'm going to have to go jack it off. You're going to have to go jack it off? <sighs> now that we've established that that's... <laughs> was that in the main feed, though, or was that in, was that in a Patreon situation? Uh, I think it won't oh, surprise it, it, you to it see was, it's the name it of, an title of an episode. It was the episode, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Once I, 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 I keyed in on that goof, I went, well, that's that's the title. Now, this is there's a lot going on on the shirt you're wearing. Well, this is kind of a Smash Brothers-themed shirt. Sure, in that we've got, we've got characters from Mario and Zelda mm-hmm. together. But it's also it's one of them nerd old movie references. Yes. Yeah. The uh, man on the first man on the moon, something like that. Sure. Whatever L- that is Lumiere? from George Melier. Oh, it was Melier. Melier? Lumier. Lumier is a different did, person. It was the Lumier Lumier brothers who did the French people exiting a factory. Yes. Okay. And another one, but not the train. I don't think. The I think great... the train wasn't them. Okay. The one where the train's coming at the sure. train and, and he gets very scared. Scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, if you want to learn more about George Melier, go watch the uh, very bad movie Hugo. <laughs> the very good movie Hugo. Oh God! <laughs> what if that was one of the pairings? Well, I would say I'm glad I still have my veto. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So this, um, it's minute twelve. Yeah. And it was my choice. Yes. And I have chosen. You picked a doozy. And we're at the end of this episode. We will announce my minute thirteen choice. Yeah. I picked that one first. Mm-hmm. You looked at that and saw. Okay. I'm still going to stick with my minute 12 choice. I didn't look at your minute choice. You did, though. I didn't look at 13 before I, before I had decided. You said pick your... And I said, look at the chart. My chart. Here's mm. a little behind the scenes. I went and pulled a surprise on Andrew, and I picked the, the movies for my next, like, five minutes. Yeah. Got ahead of the game. Oh, well. Uh, I actually hadn't seen yours when I had decided mine. Okay. But my alternates were... You saw mine before were, you announced the, yours to me, though, is what I'm saying. So what I'm, I'm saying not is sure about that. There was in a the, point when you could have turned back. I could have turned. Oh, I could have turned back every step of the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I yet mean, I, I guess I also could have. But I we forged were, ahead. We were in this game of chicken where we both chose very, very stinky movies. Yeah. So uh, minute twelve, and I've chosen to pair it with Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Yep. So I don't even. I'll get to the Blart in a minute. Let's well, I'll say my first note on the minute is I understand Blart, and what that meant was like I I, I get why Andrew picked Paul Blart Mall Blart too. <laughs> yeah. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Had you seen Paul Blart Mall Blart too before this? No. Had you seen the other movie? No. Okay. Wait, the other as in the next minute? Or, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant Blart one. No. I've not seen Blart one either. I saw okay. the other the movie that we do in our next minute. <laughs> yeah. You had I seen had before. seen before, so I knew that I I. It was like uh, we'll, we'll get it to was that like next tremors. Episode. I could. Yeah. I was. I was just. Um, oh, it was. So just you had bad. never seen Paul Blart before. No. And you still have not seen the first one ever. No. So I'm coming into this as the relative Blart expert. Oh, when did why? Because of the worst ideas of all time. I've people? seen the first one, and I have seen the second one. I don't know if this was my second or third viewing of oh the second God. one, but I, I I believe it in fact is the third. How unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, so let's just get into the That's minute That's the kind real quick. of life I'm living. I've seen Paul Blart Mall Cop 2 three times. Uh, the minute starts with the word sad. Yep. <laughs> Which is um, Lord uh, Rutledge is uh, uh, saying how Talking sad it is that Mr. Mr. The Mr. Delacroce. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Mrs. Delacroce laughs. Mm-hmm. We get a dramatic zoom in mm-hmm. 
on a diamond necklace that she is wearing. Yeah. Um, then uh, we're we're in the room with Lord Rutledge. He opens up the trunk. He's he's like eager. He's yeah. tapping his fingers he's doing on a little, it. Little yeah. Tippity tap. Uh, he un he this unbuckles. This is a Lord Rutledge heavy minute, by the way. Yeah. Oh this yeah. This minute is starring Lord Rutledge and they alone. Next minute too. Yep. Uh, so he he opens the trunk. Uh, we see like a like a coat, right? A coat. Yes. Yeah. Uh, something is is blocking our view. Uh, he he says, Lord Rutledge says, "Let's get to work." A hand appears. Mm-hmm. Not a human hand. No. A monkey hand. Could be a human hand. An ape hand. Could be just a very hairy human hand. Very hairy human hand. Robin Williams hand. Dude, does <laughs> orangutans have thumbs? Yes. Okay. Yes. How They're come, opposed. How come everyone's like, when they they big up the big evolutionary advantage of humans, they say mm-hmm. thumbs, but like apes got them too? I guess they're not opposable then. They're fl- they're well, like, now what does opposable mean? Like this? See how I'm holding my thumb is across from my rest of my fingers. Oh, that doesn't look right to me. <laughs> <laughs> You've just realized my hand is alien in origin. No, what I'm saying is that doesn't look like what an ape's hand looks like. It doesn't look like an orangutan's hand. So an ape you? is like this. Yeah. Like I'm holding all my fingers and thumb flat together. Oh, so it's only ever like that. It's it's like this. But mm. we have a thumb that can we rotate can, around sure. and and join. We can touch thumb to pinky, thumb to Every finger. You're saying a. You're saying orangutans cannot do that. No, if they grab, it's kind of like more centralized sure. with the with the four fingers, okay. or just in the in the the crux of where the thumb is. Okay. I could be wrong. If you're some kind of a an ape expert, if you're some out kind there, of ape expert or some kind of thumb expert, mm-hmm. let us know. Definitely, we. I think I'd rather hear from the thumb experts. <laughs> yeah, to be sorry, honest. ape experts. Uh, so the hairy hand pulls back the coat mm-hmm. like it's a curtain. <clears throat> Yeah. Uh, and then we are, it is shown to us in full for the first time. Dunstan. The titular Dunstan. Yeah. yeah. He's got some sunglasses. He's got a summer shirt on. Mm-hmm. I, I, I called it Hawaiian, but it could, it, it, it has just it's kind of a summer summertime vibes. Yeah. With and, Dunstan, and the yeah. sunglasses. Yeah. Very That's nice what I'm touch. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Big Smile. Big smile. Big smile. He's happy to be out of that trunk. He is. And we can see kind of in the background some details of, 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 of uh, Dunstan's life sure. in the trunk. It's it is decorated like a little room. Yeah, it's like Harry Potter's room. It's like Harry Potter's room. Dunstan is Harry Potter. Yep. And in this 500 word essay, I will describe <laughs> how the Harry Potter series ripped off Dunstan. 500 words is like actually in. not that much. I, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't require much to explain it. Um, we actually see in the background. It, where, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. In this, the year of our Lord 2018. Mm-hmm. First of all, have you seen Beasts too? No. Okay. In this, the year I of will, our unfortunately at some point. Yeah, same here. In this, the year of our Lord, twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. Would you rather see an, an additional movie set in the Harry Potter universe, or Dunson checks into? Now you're saying it could be anything set in the Harry Potter universe because you know they're planning on doing three more of these be- oh, beasts. Yeah, be- but a lot of people want to see Harry Senior. Whatever his name is, James. James Potter, yeah, doing his business, being a little dickhead, being in high a little school. dickhead. Uh, I would be in favor of the James, James and the Marauders being dickheads, sure. movie, because at least I think they'd own up to them being dickheads. No, they wouldn't. It's yeah, fucking Harry Potter. Right. They what would do a doing? fucking retcon where like they actually would. they're not dickheads. Actually, they're nice, and Snape was mean the whole time. Yeah. Snape uh, kind of was mean the whole time well, in, a different, also, in a different way. Snape had yeah, Snape <laughs> had his own fucking problems. Um, 
honestly, yeah, Dunstan checks out the long promised sequel yeah. that the internet has been waiting for. You would rather see. Unfortunately, I think they would call it Dunstan Checks In Two. They would. Yeah. They wouldn't. They would follow the lead Look, of Now You See Me. Now too. You See Me Too. Yeah. So not saying that. Now You Don't. Yeah. Those That's fucking cowards. So annoying. <laughs> Those cowards. I'm calling you right out right now, Woody Harrelson. Mm. Michael Mr. Kane? Facebook, yeah. Mr. Kane. Mr. Facebook is what I meant to say. Yeah. Fucking, what's her name? Who was in Cloverfield? She was. And she was and she's Roller nice. Girl she's on a, Freaks and Geeks. She's good, nice. She's a good actor, yeah. yeah. Lizzie Kaplan. Lizzie Kaplan. Uh, can I pull another? Oh, Daniel Radcliffe. Harry Potter himself. Harry Potter himself. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, I think the only, at this point, honestly, the only way I'd be interested in another Harry Potter movie is if I found out that J.K. Rowling was in zero way involved. If the rights were torn from her. I, or in, in kind of a Lucas style? Yeah. Where she publicly sells them off and says, I'm done? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I could go for that. Yeah, I could yeah. go for that. <laughs> um, yes, yes, I will. What I want to point out behind Dunstan is we see a picture of not just one orangutan. But two. But two. And and we can see written on, on their shirts, their names, and the other one is Samson. Yes. We will learn more about Samson later in the film. So much more about Samson. Uh, so Lord Rutledge is at a laptop. It's a Toshiba. I, okay. I could see the logo. It's a Toshiba laptop. Toshiba, that does it. they're a big laptop brand. Mm-hmm. And he's opening up uh, a program that will show him where in the hotel Mrs. Delacroce is and all of her information. Let's talk about this program. Sure. What I've written down is what is this dot 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 website? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he, I don't think he's connected to the internet because Wi-Fi didn't exist at the time, and he only has one plug coming out of the laptop. Okay, so he presumably he is what manually loading the information about the hotel into this program, or he already had it and was ready as soon as he came in to refresh himself on the, the stealing plans. Sure. Yeah. Did he make the? Because this is definitely a custom. Like it's got like three D graphics. Like yes. the, for the they time. Three D zoom like, around. Certainly, and it shows like from the outside where Mrs. Delacroce's room is. Like it zooms into her room. Yeah. Like way, way, way more in depth than the hotel would have. Yep. There's no reason the hotel would need this. Yeah. He definitely made this or had this made. Yes. So what we're looking at here mm-hmm. is he at some point I would say acquired the blueprints to the hotel. Yes. Uh, I would I would almost say that he more than blueprints. Someone had to come out and like take a bunch of pictures. Sure. To like, I think that I think he needed both. Yeah. To, be honest. to accurately recreate. A, so both those things happen. Three D. Yeah. He somehow has gained access, recurrent like every day, like updating access to the entire guest book of the hotel. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, not just that, he knows Dele, Mrs. Delacroce from another event. So he's been like stalking her essentially sure. to gain information on her items that she owns. And he has the itemized list of what everything that she has and what it's worth. And also like a little profile with a picture of her. Yeah, a good, I want to know good where, where in 96 did he pull that? Did he source that headshot from? <laughs> is what I want to know. Yeah. The, the other information that he had is like kind of how she was paying for the room. Sure. Um, how many nights she's staying. Yeah. Um, the fact that she's alone in the room, he already knew. That's alarming. Uh, the fact that, what was it? That the, she's there for the crystal ball. Like yeah. that's all on a form that he has on that computer. Yeah. And now that brings me to blood. But even, even, no, I'm not done. I'm not done. <laughs> Laying a lot of the time how, how long it would take to build this program. Yeah. For someone to like take the blueprints and the pictures and, and, and create a fully realized 3D model of the Majestic Hotel. Mm-hmm. That you can zoom in, zoom into rooms without load times, which by the way, like the, 
that's that I would say is above the tech that existed in 1996. Yes, for sure. So most is, of this is above the tech that existed in 1996. So this is cutting edge, state of the art. Uh, like, uh, what's the word called? What's the fancy word for made to order? Oh God, uh, bespoke. Uh, bespoke. Yeah. This is this is like high tech bespoke software. Yeah. Forgetting all the time that would take. Mm-hmm. Just like you ever have like a thing like you go through your contacts like your contacts on your phone and making sure every single one of them has a picture like even that's a pain in the ass it takes a long time <laughs> but he has apparently done this with his marks yeah adding their pictures to the to this program mm-hmm. specifically mrs delacroce unimaginable the amount of time that must have gone into this yeah <laughs> and i all i could figure is that is that the because it's a film they they wanted to get fancy with it yeah and that's what brings me to Blart. Okay. Well, I would also like to say there's a line before this, because okay. I have it before I have oh, the please. thing about the weird website. Mm-hmm. He's When he's opening his laptop, yes. he says 300 rooms means 600 earrings, if my math is correct. Yeah. Which is just a very bizarre line to me. So, it, Well, it's definitely 80 yard in. It's 80 yard in. It yeah. also it suggests that he has some sort of earring thing. <laughs> Because he like specifies that he's looking for earrings. <laughs> right. Good lord. <laughs> and it's there's some suggestion that he's he's like got a thing for ears. I yeah. think. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's, let, you want to talk about the Blart? Yes. So I have chosen Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Sure. Uh, I had never seen the film. Yeah. But my knowledge of it came from a yearly podcast called Till uh, Death Till Death Blart. Do Us Blart. Yeah. Uh, which had gone on now for four years. Do you ever think about how time passes too quickly and it's fucked up? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. It still seems like a new show. And it is unfathomable to me that I listened to the first Death Blart four years ago. I I agree. That's fucked up. (laughs) It's sick. Let me tell you another fun thing that I do is that every year I re-listen to all the episodes. That's good. And I do each one per day yeah so i got they, they release on american thanksgiving mm-hmm. the so the new one comes out so i just count back yeah. and i just start wherever i need to start yeah so this year it was a good full week nice. i started on monday full keep week going of through. but then uh next year it'll start on sunday it's yeah. gonna it's gonna start getting weird it's gonna come a time in the far future where all of november belongs to the mcelroy's tim back guy montgomery and paul blart i love it um so the thing, the thing is, I've heard a lot about this film from that podcast. Yeah. And one thing that they have brought up multiple times. Yes. Uh, and they've kind of got an answer on at one point, which is really shocking to me, is that there is a scene. So the part of the plot of Paul Blart, Mall Blart 2. Yes. That's what we're going to call it sometimes because it's a, it's a tough one. That's a joke. And here's how old we are. Yeah. That the calling it Paul Blart, Mall Blart comes from a Matt Gorley goof on Comedy Bang Bang mm-hmm. that I know predates death blart yeah so it's at least more than four years old and that's destroying my ego right now um (laughs) but yeah so there's a there's a bit in the film so the film is about a man who is a mall cop and he goes to las vegas for a meeting of the mall cops i don't know how to exactly uh describe that but he goes to a convention where um it's at the same time it's going to be um it's going to be robbed by the by these criminals it, it's really bizarre that i'm describing the plot like that and that's just exactly what it is but the there's a part where the the the, the gang of of uh, of thieves are meeting and uh one of them pulls out a laptop uh and unfolds it and it continues unfolding as if it is some kind of 
um, origami computer, and it has like five screens that don't make any sense whatsoever. That they, it, it, this kind of laptop doesn't exist even now. And this movie was made in twenty. 15. Hi, sorry, I was having some throat struggles. Yeah. Uh, um, and I couldn't talk for that entire time. That's fine. Uh, Are you back now? Yes, I'm back now. Okay. Uh, did you have anything to add to what I was saying there? No. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, so it's it's just a... Oh, I will say it is a, it's, a, laptop. it's a security convention is what they're meaning oh, for. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. It, a mall cop convention seems yeah. more fake. So yeah, sure. security convention. Yeah. Um, and so... The idea that this laptop, it's definitely a CGI creation. It is in Vegas. Yeah, I did say that. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't remember. Because mm-hmm. here's what happened. Okay. Uh, uh, Casey, my lovely girlfriend, asked me. She grew up in Vegas, and she's, I mentioned oh. that I was watching Bob Lart, and she's like, oh, that second one's set in Vegas, right? And I had watched it already. Like, I watched it that day, and I was like... Wait, is it? <laughs> because they like make a big deal of it being Vegas at the start, but then mm. the whole movie is in a hotel, and not a hotel with. I mean, there's craps at the start. Yeah, but other than that, it could be any a, hotel. They go to a Cirque du Soleil show. I guess that's also a Vegas. But Ve- thing. That's also in L.A. Yeah, to TBH. Yeah, and Florida. There's not a lot of Vegas flavor on this movie. Is what the, I'm saying. I mean, the the most I'd say is that they're at the Wynn Hotel, and they Mr. Wynn shows up at the end, and he's kind of a Vegas. Oh, I didn't. I, I wasn't aware of person. this. Uh, but anyway, the, the idea is, is that this laptop doesn't exist now and probably won't exist for the next 20 years. What was the answer they got on Death Blart? Um, someone claim, someone wrote in claiming to have worked on Blart. Okay. And said that, uh, in the, in the VFX team, uh-huh. there were some who said, Hey, uh, this laptop's too much. Like yeah. they wanted it to fold out. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the higher ups said, uh, no, no, more. <laughs> and so uh, I believe in one episode... That's uh, very funny. Travis hypothesized, uh, Travis McElroy hypothesized that um, the team was was kind of spiting the higher-ups. <laughs> sure. And it was very clear in this, in, this, in this email that it was, no, no, the higher-ups heard the pleas for less laptop and said more <laughs> and so it was very purposely chosen to make this yeah. laptop ridiculous looking yeah and then on top of the laptop so it's not just the laptop connection sure. i i think and they point this out in an episode of of uh, till death to us blart yeah another character uh has an updated map of where all the paintings are that they're going to steal <laughs> yeah. in in a uh, blart 2 and they put it on the hotel tv somehow somehow the technology that yeah. they have it's like on a disc or a phone or something they hit a button it's instantly on the hotel tv not the crazy laptop they brought yeah it's there and it's a complete 3d like you can see through the walls yeah recreation of the hotel and it's the new like it is is exactly what uh, lord rutledge has in dunstan yeah Yeah. but this is even more i'd say because it's like you can see through the walls and and they even they they make a point of saying this is the new updated list they look at it for as they say on on until death is blart nine seconds and say all right let's go yeah (laughs) so i think it's about the same idea of having the thieves have this crazy advanced technology that doesn't make any goddamn sense yeah uh and and it and the the similarities get even weirder because these are both essentially films about heists yeah thwarted in hotels in hotels yeah in big fancy hotels yeah like it's it's really weird i no. would not suggest that a person watch paul blart 2 no so you didn't you did not care for the film no okay no no um, no, no, no no now as, as someone who has watched it three that's right three times 
Yeah. Um, I will say, and you know what? This lines up with the timeline of Death Bar, mm-hmm. because I remember on their third watch, yep. they also kind of warmed up to it. <laughs> yeah. I kind of liked Paul Blart, too, when I watched it. You tweeted a tweet, though. <laughs> oh, I hated Paul Blart the man. Oh, okay, good. I despise him. You wanted you wanted the bird to kill Blart. There's a part in Paul Blart where um, Paul Blart fights a bird mm-hmm. um, while a piano man sits and does nothing He goes to into a contemplation garden, and there's a large <laughs> bird there. A peacock. Is it a peacock? I it believe, doesn't have the tail. I believe that's what... Uh, so the tail that we see... That's only one gender of peacock. Oh. I think another gender of peacock looks like the bird that attacked Paul Blart, and I don't know which is which. Uh, also, in your in your tweets, uh, you, you you did not recall. Uh, you you hoped that the bird lived, but you you didn't recall. I remember, and I wanted to. The bird say, does live. Yeah, the bird yeah, does yeah. live because it the, comes back. Yeah, it comes back and kills yeah. a man. Yeah, well, I, that does not kill him. I, does he come back? He does come back. Oh, remember okay. at that point when all the he, he all, the, all the bad guys come back and Paul oh. is like, "Oh, I thought I took you all I took out." Y'all, oh, non-lethal. Yeah. yeah, that was so stupid. Yeah, the I will um, say I did enjoy the oatmeal part more than I thought I would based sure. on the description. It's sure. so weird to listen to a podcast about a film yeah. and to get an idea about it, yeah. and then to watch it, and it's so it's some of it <laughs> matches up and the other. Parts are just so wildly different. I mean, that's. I mean, that was my experience with Grown Ups too. Also mm. hosted by 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 two of the Blart hosts. Mm. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what was making me laugh in this watch through of Paul Blart. Okay, uh, him punching the old lady got me. Wow, <laughs> it got me good. Okay. I didn't think it would, but uh-huh. I forgot. I I mean, I knew. I remember. I knew that that happened. Yeah, but I forgot when it was, and it, it snuck up on me, and I got a good laugh. I enjoyed her really going out of her way to say, no, it's my fault. I scared you. <laughs> her just being way over polite. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the one bit of Kevin James I did enjoy Oh, was, um, I guess there's two parts of physical comedy. Mm-hmm. One is him uh, sort of, you know, in Incredibles 2 when... <laughs> Go on. When... Um, Elastigirl is on her motorcycle and she can kind of separate it and then she kind of becomes part of the motorcycle. Yes. Yeah. Paul Blart does that with his suitcases at, at one point at the start of the movie. Yes. And I thought that was very funny. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was a good bit of physical comedy. Okay. There's one um, thing that I I, I, I just want to say because this is my only place to say it. Uh-huh. Having, having listened to all the Death Blarts and then uh, all the four episodes and then now watching it the one thing that stands out to me is something that I feel like they never talk about uh-huh. which is the manager of the hotel somehow is in love with Paul Blart by the yeah. end of it and then he convinces her to go back to her boyfriend yeah How, do they not talk about that or am I just blocking I believe that they out talked about that on the first the first Blart cast because that one the really first Blart. that part really shocks me it's very odd to see it, it, because the, the way that they start is she's just giving him some kind of paper that he needs or something or yeah. his room key and he he acts like she's flirting with him yeah and she goes oh I'm I'm not and he goes overboard to say well I'm not even interested in you yeah and then she goes over to her boyfriend who is the head of security yeah and says oh how crazy this guy tried to flirt with me now this is a line that they like a lot on they there talk about on, the, on death war yeah where the the head of security guy um, says oh um, I Some hear that overweight people use humor to achieve to, affection. To achieve affection. To achieve affection. Um, but then, the like one of the next times that we see her, Blart is he he somehow is giving the keynote speech. Yeah, and she's watching. He sees her before that. 
Oh, okay. Because she brings him his dress whites. Oh, you're right. Because she wants to explain that she wasn't flirting with him. Yeah. And then he, he continues to insist that she is flirting with him and that yeah. he's not interested. But by the time he's giving the keynote speech, she is in. Yeah. She is looking at Blart going, I need a piece of Blart. Yeah. And it's that is like a, such a shocking turn in this movie for me. Yeah. It's very weird. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. I, I I don't know. I, I'm just like, this movie is is uh, it's not good it's not good at all yeah no it's also it's like a movie i was watching and at several points i was like this like this this doesn't even look like a real movie yeah like i don't know like i I, agree like there's just so little effort into it and there are certain scenes where it's like this could be a youtube video Mm -hmm. this could be an amateur made youtube video Uh because just like i don't know the cinematography is just lazy and and just like doesn't look like a movie that you would go and see in a theater well and just a lot of parts of the script in the same way that match like, up together there's that like, as well but like you know have you ever seen grown-ups too no oh you will for this podcast oh. <laughs> um, um and, and as buck wild and bad as grown like grown-ups 2 is horrible like mm. it is it is such a poorly put together movie but it it looks basically like a movie if you saw any you know couple seconds of it you would say oh yeah it makes sense that this was a movie that was theatrical that released in america Paul Blart 2 doesn't even have that. No. It's just shockingly low low quality. Yeah. But I'll tell you, it did make me laugh a, a good handful of times. I, I'm trying to remember. I had a. I remember I had one good laugh, but I don't. I, I do. Paul Blart is a, he's a bad man, though. Yeah. I want to get that on the record. He's yeah. like a shitty, horrible person, well, and I hope bad things happen to him. The crazy thing is, so I, I have said before, and I'll say it again, a genre of movie that I really don't like uh-huh. is where the most incompetent human sure is somehow heralded as the best of whatever they are yeah and 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 not only that they are the best like they somehow accidentally solve whatever yeah. problem it is paul blart is perhaps the worst person and maybe worst mall cop ever yeah and yet he stumbles his way through mm-hmm. and manages to to stop the heist and save his daughter yes like that that infuriates me. Yeah. I don't know. I I think I think that that's a genre that can't that shouldn't be. Yeah. And yet it is. Yeah. Just over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I'm good on Blart now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll, I I'm not done talking about. Blart. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. <laughs> um, what well, one thing I I will say bothered me on this on this walkthrough of Paul Blart is uh how just you un- doing a Blart walkthrough <laughs> are you looking at the prima prima guide <laughs> yeah well, I'm making one I'm making a Blart walkthrough video <laughs> I'm, I'm giving all the best Blart strats the funny thing is when you get to the old lady you're supposed to punch her yeah. you lose points if you don't <laughs> yeah yeah um it made me very upset how mean he is to his daughter yeah he's really terrible to her and mm-hmm. i i uh you know much respect to paul blart's daughter she's a good person her I, dad's not yeah i wanted more for her yeah like just uh, watching this movie i'm like i'm I am do it. glad she does it. decide to go to ucla at the yeah. end of the film yeah um i'm almost upset that he goes with her yeah i wish he didn't i wish he would <laughs> wish just he went the, back to the sewer he yeah. came from yeah exactly <laughs> i will say as much as i am talking about how there were good goofs that i did enjoy and laugh at in this film mm. oh you know what's another one if they talk about on the podcast is it being a bad line but it got to me as funny mm. when paul at the start of the movie when paul blart says i would i would step aside for robocop and oh. the woman goes he's not real uh-huh <laughs> that's a now, good thing okay you've seen both blarts yeah is that woman in the first Blart? No, certainly not. None of none of his security crew are in the first Blart. I think one of them is, but not playing the same character. Right, his brother. But, uh, Kevin James's literal brother. No, John Turturro's literal brother. 
okay. Nick Turturro who's I in had, a lot of those I movies. I read that Kevin James's literal brother is in the first one. Perhaps as well. But I, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know. Um, he's the one who has the very unique hairstyle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you know what made me laugh? What made you God laugh? God damn it. You got it, a good laugh. It got me. I just remembered um, the part where uh, Blart and the the main villain man are yelling at each other. Oh, sure. That, that, that got you. That is surprising me because that did not get me at all. Because it's so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. When a movie reaches that stupid level, I can really enjoy it. Sure. But it's it wasn't stupid enough. Yeah. That it needed to get there. But I will tell you one thing that they consistently every four every year for the last four years on 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 uh, Death Part they've mm-hmm. talked about this bit making them laugh. And all the three times that I've watched this movie, this one never does it for me. Huh. Uh, Myrtle eating the gross old banana. Oh yeah, that didn't crack me up. No, that did not crack me up. You know, I did I did get another laugh, but it was it was more or less a metal laugh. Sure. When Blart lands in the pool, pops out and says, "Not today, Death." Sure. Because that is their sign off yeah. on Death Blart. Yeah. I didn't realize they said that in the film. Oh yeah, for sure. I didn't realize that was from the movie. I believe he says that in the first one as well. That's his catchphrase. Oh my god. Yeah. Blart has a catchphrase. Yeah. Blart hasn't been in another Sandler I, production, huh? I can confirm, by the way. You mean the character Paul Blart? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Sometimes those characters cross. Name one. Uh, the wasn't there the golf guy from, from? I guess there's the Rush Schneider guy who always says, "You can do it." Yeah. He's in. Uh... But isn't there and in uh, Little Nicky, the guy that's in in Heaven was in whatever the golf one is. Oh, maybe I don't remember. Yeah, I recall that. Carl Weathers played him. I don't remember the yes. character's name. Yes. Um, yes. 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 Who are you? Mm, Carl Weathers. Okay. Uh, wow. It's an honor to have you on the podcast. Um, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. I don't. I genuinely don't I'm know. I'm so sorry. I guess I'm done with Paul Blart. Oh, okay. I can confirm what Tim Bat said on the most recent episode. Hmm. The Foot Locker is not a thing in the first movie. There is a moment in this movie where Kevin James just screams, Foot Locker! Well, and all the rest of them do, too. Yeah. It's like a battle cry. And it seems like it's a reference to the first film. It's yeah, not. It really does. It's not. It really does seem like a reference to the first <laughs> yeah. film. Yeah. Oh my because goodness. Because before he screams that, he's even talking about six years ago today, one man stood up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Which that's the plot of the first one. Yeah. It, that the intro to Paul Blart too really is. It cannot be understated just how fucking brutal it is to Paul Blart. It, yeah. Which I guess like you need something to make you feel sympathy because you won't feel that sympathy in the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, but the first uh, the first five minutes of the movie immediately undercut the big romantic storyline from the first movie. Yeah. And then they kill his mom. Yeah. Was yeah. the mom in the first one a lot? Oh, yeah. Like a lot? Not a lot, but she was definitely a big part of the first one. Damn. She was a major character. That's messed up. Yeah. They didn't have to... Why did they do that? <laughs> I don't know. I, we, we know now why uh, uh, Jama Mays was not in uh, in Blart 2 because... Because she has some sense? Is that what you mean? No, because she was too committed to Glee. To Glee, yeah. Yeah, which is, I guess, some That's sense. That's a real lose-lose. <laughs> you used to love Glee. You used to love Glee, too. Don't don't whip that accusation at me. Not only did you used to love Glee, too, you hang on to Glee way yeah. longer than I did. I didn't start... You started the... It was like... Uh, what is it? The, the We were passing the baton. Sure. You passed Glee to me, yeah. and I kept it you going. You kept it going for a long time. <laughs> shouldn't have. You really shouldn't I have. think if I was there for those first seasons like you were, I wouldn't have. Yeah. But something about the later seasons, I got, I got sucked in. Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> uh, all right. Put Blart in the can. Yeah. <laughs> Flush him down the toilet. Nobody puts Blart in a can. <laughs> um, all right. So the 300 rooms, 600 earrings was the line that you left us off on. That's true. Uh, so then we are seeing uh, 
he says the majestic hotel is ours for the taking. Yeah. That's what he says as he's seeing the 3D recreation. Mm-hmm. We, we see the Della Croce file, mm-hmm. the itemized list of everything that she has. Uh, then he says to Dunstan, uh, she's in room 812. Remember her? And Dunstan has a look here that a couple of times I thought he was remembering her, but he was really looking at the cigarette. He was looking at the cigarette, Mr. Yeah. Mister Mr. Lord Rutledge has been smoking, yes. and he puts down his cigarette. Uh-huh. And at that moment, that's when he says, room 812, remember her. And Dunstan looks down at the cigarette yeah. in the ashtray, and he picks it up. And starts smoking it. And starts smoking and it. And what I would call the first instance of animal abuse we've already seen in the film. Yeah. Like, right off the bat, Dunstan's first scene. Mm. Um, I, yeah. Hey, people. Don't make animals smoke. Don't, don't do it. Yeah. Um, then he has this line. Lord Rutledge says, I hope she hasn't pawned all her best jewelry to finance her status, I her, believe is how he's nope, saying it. Incorrect. What does he say? To finance her several facelifts. Oh, several facelifts. Yeah. That See, I was thinking it was something like that, but I listened a couple of times and all I could make out was a British pronunciation of status. No, 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 no. It was several facelifts. <laughs> okay. Uh, th- that seems cruel. I mean, and, he's not a good guy. And we've seen her. She, I don't think she looks like she's had several facelifts. Maybe she's had a good one, I guess. So what if she has? Like, what's I know, yeah, that? that's yeah. also, I guess that's also the point that yeah. I, I, I would like to make. Um, and then when he sees, when Lord Rutledge sees Dunstan smoking, he says, I thought you'd given up. Yeah. Which is, now, it, would you think that's a sign of, like, he's glad that he had given up? Or that is, he's glad that he didn't have to buy more cigarettes? Yeah, I think it's the second thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he says, it'll stunt your growth. Uh, now give it back. Yeah, and then he and says he doesn't have time for this. Dunstan does a real good head shake, and he's got the cigarette like dangling from his mouth and wiggling wildly around as yeah. he's shaking his head. Uh, and he says, "I'm a little too busy right now for your ever so amusing games. Uh, please give it back." Now, the please is polite, but he's he's yelling it. Yeah, at the dunce at the Dunstan. At the Dunstan. Uh, and so then, how does Dunstan respond to that one? Spits it right at his face. <laughs> And that's the f- the final frame we see. <laughs> the final frame we see is Lord Rutledge's reaction as the cigarette bounces off his face onto the desk. That's pretty good, huh? Yeah, that's a good one. You know, people just toss cigarettes around while they like that. That's yeah, sc- that's scary, right? There's fire on the end of that. It's so I okay. This is a um, this is a childhood story. Sure. Uh, when I was when I was a wee lad, uh, there was a time when I was running around. Yeah. Uh, and it was when we we were my parents managed apartments through most of my childhood, mm-hmm. and uh, I was running around and uh, I basically ran into somebody holding their cigarette down. Sure. Uh, and I'm I'm not scarred from it, but yeah. it definitely got me oh, on my sure. arm or hand somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and they were very apologetic, but I was you know I was a little kid running around. Yeah, that's scary. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. Stuff. It's a scary time. Plugs. <laughs> um, yeah, do you don't want to say the movie now? Your movie for minute thirteen, unlucky thirteen. I, I forget when we do this. I'd like to do it before plugs. Okay, ask me the question. What is your pick for the movie to be paired with minute thirteen of Dunstan checks in? My pick for the movie to be paired with minute thirteen of Dunstan checks in is uh, <laughs> drum roll. The master of disguise. Uh. <laughs> We're going to spend some time with our old friend, Pistachio Disguisey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, then. So I do another podcast called Nothing New. Uh, it's a, a podcast about remakes. Justin Kiazan and I get together once a month and talk about a film and the film that it is 
based upon essentially uh, or if they're both based on the same thing or, or something like that so we both uh, end up talking about you showed me an image as i was trying to form a sentence and that did not work you want to describe this image or just or just it's a secret now this is an image from WikiHow, and um what we're seeing is and y'all know that WikiHow art style this is an image of someone at he uh someone sitting at a desk holding a pen to their mouth sort of in thought and then we see a thought bubble and inside the thought bubble is a WikiHow representation of the, the September 11th terrorist attacks uh, with the three red exclamation points overlaid above them, on yeah. top of them. Uh, so nothing new. You should check that out. BandBeatArc.com slash nothing new. It's our, a hell of an image. Yeah. Our December episodes on uh, The Grinch from 2018. And we also talk about the 1966 mm, TV special, The Grinch. You're a mean one. Yep. That's the song. Mr. Remember when I tried to remember that and all I could get was the Pink Panther theme song? Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that I loved it. That almost happened again. That was fantastic. I wish <laughs> it almost would. happened again. I wish it would. Uh, I do another podcast called It's On My List uh, where uh, once a month, uh, uh, me and five others get together and watch a film that is uh, quote unquote on my list. Uh, not specifically, not specifically mine. It on my list. Yeah, it could be on one of their lists. Yeah. Um, but you know, go check it out. Uh, we we got epi- an episode on Gone with the Wind and uh, Life of Brian. So that's those are some fun ones. Sure, one of them is at least. <laughs> uh, go check that out. It's on my list and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at Very Cool Emily. I stream on Twitch thrice weekly. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and a weekend day. Um, Andrew will be joining me for some of those Thursday streams in the upcoming future. Or in your distant past. Oh, I forgot about how time works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you can check those out at uh, twitch.tv slash Emily. Um, Andrew and I uh, will be slash have been streaming Fallout 76 together as friends. Um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. I'm just going to say it normal now. Do uh, Patreon. Patreon busted free. If you go to patreon.com slash Dunstan, you'll find the goddamn inquiry. You know, the special episodes. Um, who are you? What is uh, this? You can Review. also find us on YouTube. You, yeah, you've got some good videos on YouTube. I, thank you. I, I don't know how. Uh, I think you need a certain number of subscribers to specialize your YouTube link. Sure. Uh, so just look for Dunstan Checks Men. Yeah. It'll pop up. It's Search a channel. It. Yeah. Uh, for every episode that we do of this, I make a special video combining the trailer for the film with parts of the minute. And uh, some of them are real doozies, They're I'll real tell who, you. Who's bangers? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars, and rate a review. Um, but in the text of the review, you're going to, instead of a podcast review... You're going to tell us what Chewbacca means to you. Whoa! Did you already do this one? I might have because I. The problem is there's a there's a Chewbacca right above you. Oh, okay. So I'm just always thinking of Chewbacca when I'm looking at that corner of the room. A little peek inside when I'm recording here with you. I'm thinking of Rampage because you got three Rampage oh, posters sure. on your door. I do have, three and that's in my line of sight. Posters so I think a for the lot Dwayne the Rock Rampage. Johnson film Rampage. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh God. So I what? guess. No, but if you missed your chance last time I asked you to <laughs> state your relationship with Chewbacca, mm-hmm. now's your chance again. 
So I guess until next week, we're checking out. Yike! I don't know why I did that. I'm sorry. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. Nothing new is something new. That great poets imitate and improve. Where our small ones steal and spoil. Hi, I'm Andrew. And I'm Justin. And if it wasn't readily apparent at that, we're huge nerds about remakes. That's why we're doing the Nothing New Podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a remake in detail and its original, covering them in whatever order they come out, from Wizard of Oz to It and beyond. They're remaking Stuart Gordon's 1986 sci-fi horror classic from beyond? Oh, no. Not yet. Oh, that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Justin and I, and maybe a guest or two, to explore the wonderful world of remakes, film by film. Remakes have been done forever. People talk about Scarface don't even know that was a remake. Oh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Antoine Fuqua. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.